For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Radical Personal Finance, the show dedicated to providing you with the knowledge, skills, insight, and encouragement you need to live a rich and meaningful life now while building a plan for financial freedom in 10 years or less. My guest today is Katura Free. Katura is a personal finance blogger, and she's a wife and mother. And today she's here to share some of her experience and some of her knowledge and insight into how you can save money by learning to more effectively cook at home. Katura, welcome to Radical Personal Finance. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so I've invited you on, secret, uh, uh, secret society of Radical Personal Finance guests, uh, to talk today about uh, meal planning and meal preparation. Uh, I know this is something that you care a lot about. Uh, you write a lot about on your website, freetocook.com. Uh, and I'd love for you to start, though, by simply sharing your story. What's your personal story as it relates to money? Um. Our personal story is um, I am a mother of four. Um, My husband and I, a handful of years ago, we were kind of doing the what we like to call um, hot bunking, where my (laughs) my husband... (laughs) That's a military term. I like it. (laughs) Yes, yes. My husband worked nights and I worked during the day, so our bed was constantly hot from someone (laughs) being in there. Um, You know, that that made it very difficult for us to have um, good quality family time. Um, so a lot of times, you know, we would just kind of do whatever, but, um, the days that he was off, it was really important for us to have family mealtime. Um, a while back we had read some, um, stuff from a therapist that had kind of talked about how family mealtime is actually very beneficial, Um, Not only does it save you money from eating out or eating at home instead of eating out, but um, just that you have a lot of psychological benefits um, from eating as a family. So um, that's kind of how we started things. Um, Obviously, we like to save money um, by eating at home as well. But um, yeah. So, and then recently, uh, within the last year, we have decided that it's going to be more beneficial for our family for me to be a stay-at-home mom and also blog um, instead of working outside of the home. So, that also kind of worked with our budget and all of that to try and keep a lot of our meals um, in our house. So. Did uh, were you always good at like in the time that both of you guys were working? Were you good at saving money and 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 eating at home, or was this a, a transformation of some kind that you went through? Um, I would say we were starting to eat out a lot, um, just because you know life gets busy, and you know instead of 
spending that time at home, it was just, oh, well, that was so much easier to do this as we were taking the kids from here or there or running, you know, to the next place. A lot of times for my husband and I, we would go out to lunch a lot since that was kind of like his in-between time of where he was going to work and I was, you know, at least I was off for lunch. So we would kind of do a lot of the out to eat for lunch, um, which is not a whole lot more expensive or less expensive to tell you the truth. So (laughs) (laughs) we were still spending a lot of money doing that kind of stuff. Did you track since you started making a focused effort to to eat at home more? Did you track the difference that that made in your family budget by any chance? Um, you know, I don't think we did like a huge, like, this is how much we're saving each month because, um, our family, we had also added on two children <laughs> in that time frame. So it's kind of hard to figure out because we're not really comparing apples to apples at that point. Um, but I would say, you know, more, more recently we were at least going out to eat one night a week as a family give or take, we were even going to like Chick-fil-A and stuff like that. Well, even with our family of six going to Chick-fil-A is $35. So $35, you know, times four in a month, you know, we're still (laughs) spending, you know, $130, $140, give or take, just to go out to Chick-fil-A once a night or once a week, you know. So um, for us, we're at least saving that much. Yeah. What do you do to encourage other people to eat at home more? Um, I personally make a weekly menu. I put that on my um, my blog each week just so that just to kind of help encourage others to eat at home. Um, a lot of my menus include um, recipes that I've already had on the blog. So it's kind of like here's something that you can make along with me. And when I'm making my menus each week, I base it off of our weekly ad um, and we shop at Publix. So um, I just go on there and make our meals based off of things that they have on sale each week. Um, Or if I have things in our pantry that we've gotten in other sales and things like that. So that's kind of what I do. And then, you know, if somebody doesn't like that recipe will put something else in place. So, <laughs> Publix, the greatest Southern treasure that uh, that a quarter yes. of the U.S. gets to experience. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, when you so, uh, my wife and I, we always find this uh, area to be challenging, and it seems like, uh, and we we don't we don't eat out very much. Generally, if we eat out, it's gonna it's it's planned and it's a specific location. But I still find it right. we find it challenging just simply to control the grocery bill. I often feel when I go through our budget, I'm like, man, it just seems like we shouldn't have to spend as much as we do uh, in this category. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm always looking for ideas and ways that we can uh, get better. But it's challenging because we're all busy and it takes time. As with anything, it takes time to be proactive, to be ahead of the game uh, in order to make progress with uh, in this area. When you sit down and look at a sale flyer from the grocery store, how do you convert that into a menu? Um, I would say for someone who's just kind of starting out is just to maybe just make a list of all of the meals that you like. Now, for me, um, I... <laughs> 
I, when I first started dating my husband, I kind of made that a challenge where I did not want to make the same thing for him for a year, which, you know, that's a little bit much for most people. Um, and that's not to say that I didn't make some of his favorites every now and then or whatever, but you know, that's kind of how I had challenged myself. The average person though, if you come up with even 30 meals that you can rotate in, then that way it's pretty easy for you to go through a flyer and say, okay, chicken's on sale. We like chicken enchiladas, for example. So, um, and then what I can do also with some of my meals that I have posted on the blog, like chicken enchiladas is a perfect example. Um, that for our family makes two pans. So I make one tonight and then I freeze the second one so that, you know, if we come up short on another week or, you know, whatever the case may be, if I need something quicker where I don't need all the meal prep, then we can just pull it out and then throw it in the oven and we're done. Um, and I think that's really helpful too, to kind of just have a handful of meals that you can either make doubles of, and it's not really that you know, hard to do that. Um, or, you know, if you're having company over and you need those two pans, then you have two pans, you know? So I would say that's probably the big thing for a lot of people is to kind of know what meals your family likes so that you can kind of rotate them in, you know, a, a month or whatever, as you're looking at the ads. What's the hardest thing for people who are you know, intentionally focusing on uh, on this goal of eating at home more, what's the hardest, uh, what's the biggest complaint that people have, the biggest thing they find difficult to make this transition? I would say that it's time. You know, people, our society has made it seem like dinner is just this big, huge task and it's going to just take so much of your time away and all of that. Um, and it's really not true. Um, a lot of things if you can just prep ahead of time, um, then, you know, it won't take near as much of your time. You know, just like I was talking about with the chicken enchiladas, if you prepped that ahead in the week, you had that already in your refrigerator or your freezer and you could just pull it out. Well, that took out so much of your time there. And it's just a little bit of prep time that if you could do that ahead of time or even, just, you know, cutting your vegetables ahead, you know, and putting them away in your refrigerator already pre-cut and things like that, where you're just taking that time off earlier in the week instead of having to do those things, you know, ahead of time. Um, I think that's one of the things that people really, when they look at having to eat at home more, it's just, it just seems so big. And they think that they have to make these elaborate meals and stuff, and it's really not even about that. What do you think about the once-a-month freezer cooking idea? I think it's great. Um, and I believe it was Dave Ramsey that even said that it's a huge um, money saver if you can shop more at one time than going small times all the time to the grocery store. Um, my husband actually works in the grocery store industry. And one of the things that they bank on is that each trip you come, you're going to grab something else that you did not need that was not on your list. 
and that's an add-on situation. So each time, well, it doesn't really seem like you're grabbing something that's really such a big deal and it's going to break the bank. Oh, it's just a Coke. Okay. Or something like that. But if you look at that over time, then that is adding so much more to your budget each month by just adding on one little thing. Um, and if you can even do, you know, even a week at a time, two weeks at a time, freezer meals and things like that, then that's such a big help to cut down on your budget because that's more thing, that's more trips you're not taking to the grocery store. Yeah, a lot of times it's just a uh, cooking and and working it from for so many people. It's a it's an endless cycle because if you have a dual parent household where both parents are working outside of the house, uh, and especially if you add kids in the mix. That evening time from five to seven is the most stressful time of the day. And Absolutely. <laughs> the kids are at the end of their rope because they're hungry and they're tired and they're cranky. And then mom and dad are tired from working all day. And then just the mental energy to say, well, I'm going to go home and whip up a, a beautiful, fresh, home-cooked meal out of fresh ingredients. I mean, it's, it doesn't happen. But but because it doesn't happen, then people wind up, you know, you wind up swinging by Boston Market or swinging by, you know, wherever and picking up a meal to go or going out. Well, then you keep yourself stuck with high expenses. And because of the high expenses, you look at the budget and say, uh, well, there's nothing we can cut here. <laughs> so we've got to keep, we've got to make this money. And it's an endless cycle. It's got to at some point change somewhere. Uh, and I think, uh, especially for parents who are working during the week, freezer cooking has a lot of potential for, for many families. Yes, definitely. And I mean, just looking up recipes in general, where you know that you can put them in the freezer and it doesn't necessarily have to be all like crock pot meals, you know? Um, I had a friend that when she was pregnant, actually, um, she had limited freezer space and we kind of worked with her freezer space and said, okay, well you can put this one in your freezer flat. And then as you take it out of the refrigerator or out of the freezer, put it in the refrigerator, it thaws out. All you have to do is put it in a pan and it's done. So it doesn't necessarily always have to be crockpot meals, too, because a lot of times think, oh, you know, I don't even have a crockpot or whatever. It's not always about that. I think sometimes it's just, you know, even if you make batches of spaghetti sauce or, you know, chili, you can make lots of things with chili ahead of time, too. Um, nachos, hello. Um, so I think a lot of that, too, people just think that it has to be, you know, the thing that you put it in there for spaghetti sauce actually makes a really great base for homemade pizza. Um, you know, things like that, just kind of looking outside of the box where you can do other things with what you have. Any other tips for those who are looking to transition things that you've learned that have helped you be able to make progress here? Yeah. Um, when we first started this, um, we just looked at cutting one day out a week of going out one meal. Um, and I think sometimes if you tell somebody, listen, the average household spends $232 a month on going out to eat and you could drop that down considerably and just, you know, do little things. Maybe if you go out you know, like we were right before we go to church on Wednesday nights to drop the kids off. We were doing that once a week. Well, 
you know, just like I had said before, that saved us $120 at the very least a month just doing one meal, you know, taking one meal out and eating that at home. And I think sometimes if you just tell people, oh, you need to stop eating out, I don't think that's really realistic. Um, you're going to have the times where you have a birthday party or, you know, you need to run out because something happens. You need to still have that in your budget, but just to give your budget something realistic, it's a realistic amount that you're going to stick to. And if you look at it too, where this is your overall food budget and this is how much you can spend on food, whether it be out to eat or at home, I think sometimes that kind of gives you a little bit of motivation too. <laughs> what was that average um, grocery? Sorry, that average dining out number you cited. I, I'm not. I don't know that number. What, what was it? Um, the average household spends two hundred thirty-two dollars a month. That's twenty-seven hundred dollars a year eating out. Um, quick snacks, coffee, coffee is our biggest <laughs> in our house. That's our <laughs> biggest thing. If you looked at how much coffee we drank, you would understand why we are such happy people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's a huge difference. The average household meal at home is only $10 and that's more than the average meal for one person out. Um, restaurants are bumping whatever they spend on their food, they they quad. It's like three times that is how they come up with their number for how much to charge you. How do you guys so. How do you guys handle coffee expenses? What's your family routine? Oh, well, we. It's kind of a treat for us now. Um, you know, I do love a good coffee out, but when I look at how much that coffee costs and how much we could save in a week, you know, just doing that at home is so much cheaper. Um, so now it's kind of part of our date night routine. Um, it's a little, you know, that's kind of more of a special thing. We don't get out much because we have four children. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a treat when we do get to go drink coffee out. So, yeah. One, one question about you, you mentioned that you recently, uh, you were talking about how you recently made this transition, uh, to being a stay at home mom. How has that affected your family's lifestyle? Um, it's been a huge difference for us. Um, you know, we had to be intentional about where we were spending our money. Um, you know, it's hard sometimes to look at the budget and think, oh my, we cannot trim this down any more than we already have. And I, you know, for us, it took a lot. I mean, I really, I, I kid you not when I tell you that I studied our budget for like a month and really looked at everything and said, okay, where can we cut out? What can we do differently? Um, and for us, you know, some of that was us eating at home. We took out that Chick-fil-A night. Kids were a little bit upset, but they got over it. And, you know, the other things that we did was I went to go cancel our cable and our cable was like, well, hold on. Why are you canceling? Like we've, you've had us for three years. Yep. You're right. 
And, you know, they had bumped our price up over time as they do. And they said, what is it the price? Because if it's the price, we can cut it in half. Well, that was just out of a phone call. All I did was try to cancel it and they cut it in half. <laughs> so and you're wishing you'd done it two years previously. Huh? I know. I, well, and that's the thing. I mean, I, it never occurred to me to do that before, you know? So we have really had to look at our budget very differently and see what things could be taken out. I mean, we do not live these just lavish lives. We don't have car payments. Um, so that can't be taken out. Um, you can't not take the kids to school one week to save the gas or something. So, you know, it has to be other things that you can do things about. And I tell you, the other thing too, is I really started shopping around for homeowners insurance. We own a home. So, um, and that was something else too, that I had never really occurred to me. We just, got the homeowner's insurance that we had always had and didn't ask questions on how much it would cost anywhere else. Um, and we ended up cutting that in half also by switching to a different company. So um, I just think that you have to be really intentional about looking at your budget and it has to be an each month thing. What can we do better with this next month? You know, how, can we cut something else out? Um, one other idea, even eating at home, um, can you take meat out of one of your dinners one night? Just eat a meatless dinner. A lot of times they call them meatless Mondays, but you know, can you do something like that to kind of even take your meal costs down? We at our house, um, you'll see it a lot on the blog. We have what we call a family buffet night where we clean the whole refrigerator out of all of the leftovers that we've had. And you may get one spoonful of whatever, but a lot of times that's all you really want is just one spoonful. It was one more bite of that <laughs> one meal, you know, it was so good the first time. Let's just have one more bite. So um, those are kind of the ways that we've done things around here. And I think that's really been very beneficial for us. Any other resources, uh, websites, blogs, uh, think books that you have found uh, really inspirational uh, in your learning? Um, I would say my husband and I love Dave Ramsey. I think that's, you know, <laughs> I think who doesn't? Um, but I think he has been very good. We had gone through one of his books um, couple years back and really felt like that was going to be the way that we needed to go. Um, I also follow um, moneysavingmom.com. Um, she is very great at just kind of coming with coming out with out of the box kind of things that maybe I hadn't thought about before. Um, and I think that those two things I would say have been the most beneficial for our whole process with this. What have you learned from blogging? Blogging? Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're rolling in riches now because you started a blog, right? <laughs> um, not quite. Um, I would say blogging to me has, has really um, – it's really been kind of fun to tell you the truth. Um, a lot of my friends have always thought that I was a bit crazy with my food. Um, I, I talk about it a lot on the blog. 
I am, I have become, I would say over the last year or so, I've become like the dessert person. I don't know how that, how that is, but I would say that I make almost one dessert for an event almost every week now. Um, and actually I'm making two this weekend, so that should count for something. But, um, but I, I would say that's been kind of a thing. And, and that's also been a little bit of a challenge for me too, because I'm trying to not make the same dessert over again for my women's Bible study. And so I think that's kind of, it's kind of fun for me to try and, you know, come up with new things that I haven't made for them before or things that I think that they would like. Um, and so I think that's been kind of fun. Um, I am not rolling in riches with the blogging, but I think in general, it's just been um, fun just to kind of see how many recipes I've come up with. You know, I came up with close to a hundred this past year to put on the blog, um, which is more than some people know altogether. So I think that's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of fun, kind of challenging to see when I'll run out. <laughs> did you ever have a class in home economics in school? I did. Um, I was always really interested in that. And actually at the high school that I went to, they even had um, restaurant class as well. So I did that as well, where um, we kind of did more of like catering things. Um, yeah. So I've always, <laughs> I think I've always kind of liked food and that's always been I talk about food quite often, so it makes sense to write about it too. So it seems to me like a lot of what we talk about is the core foundation of uh, home economics and yes. uh, of the skills of being a homemaker. And it seems like very few people these days know anything about the skills of being a homemaker. But all these things that you describe are uh, are skills, are, are skills that can be learned and they're skills that we used to have uh, classes on uh, that these days have been for the most part uh, disposed of in favor of more academic uh, skills. Uh, but I look at it and I say, what makes a difference? <laughs> it makes a difference to be able to know how to shop for good deals. It makes a difference to know how to repair something. It makes a difference to be able to know how to do these basic things yourself. And it makes a big difference in your family's budget. Absolutely. And I think, you know, um, my what what I who I call my littles on the blog are four years old and three years old. And, you know, you teach them how to do fractions and things like that, even at that age, when they're helping make cookies and you're telling them it's a third a cup or a half a cup, you know, that was another way um, for me to kind of help even my fourth grader with um, fractions. Because fractions is one of the hardest things in school, even now for teachers, they say the same thing. It's just hard to teach fractions. And in recipes, that's a perfect example of how you can do that, and they don't even know you're teaching them that. So that's awesome. Website Katura is free to cook.com. Uh, anywhere else that you'd like people to find you online? Um, I have a Facebook page that I'm always, um, you know, uploading different recipes and things like that. I'm also on um, Instagram, so you can drool over food. And um, yeah, so that's. That's kind of the way and on Pinterest as well. Awesome. I'll link that stuff in the show notes. Thanks for coming on today. 
Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Radical Personal Finance. If you're interested in building financial freedom for yourself and your family, please subscribe to the podcast with our free mobile app so you don't miss a single episode. Just search the App Store on your mobile device for Radical Personal Finance and download our free app, which also contains an archive of every past episode of the show. If you have received value and financial benefit from the content of today's show, please consider becoming a supporting patron. Radical Personal Finance is listener-supported, and it's your direct financial support which enables me to bring you this content. In addition to your voluntarily paying for the content you've just heard, as a supporting patron, you will receive a number of member-only benefits, including a private Facebook group, access to our weekly Q&A calls, and discounts on future products and services. Details can be found at RadicalPersonalFinance.com slash patron. Again, RadicalPersonalFinance.com slash patron. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.